0: It's something that banks are thinking about a lot. It's something I know that the Federal Reserve is thinking about a lot. Yeah. There's just a lot going on. And plus, when it, when it gets down to it, you want to make sure that that borrower can make the payment. If their payment has almost essentially doubled because of interest rates, that's tough. Welcome to the Next
1: Generation podcast presented by Generations Bank. I'm Luke Hannon. And I'm Max Harrell. Eighty degrees. But you're hot inside. natured. You're hot natured, aren't you? I am. My yeah. wife would probably be okay with it, yeah. but I would burn up.
0: Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll have to douse you with water <laughs> in, like the next couple of days or something to keep you cool. Yeah, We'll get you one of those frog togs. Keep, those frog togs. Yeah, one of the things that you uh, that you can keep around Man. around your neck all day. Have you seen the
1: frog tog rain suits? Yes, that just look like you're wearing a, a massive tarp. Yes.
0: But does it do, do the you trick? Own, do you own some? I do not. But does it do the trick? I don't
1: know. I've never worn them. <laughs> Got to. Yeah. I mean, you're wearing uh, tarp,
0: tarp clothes. Yeah. Either that are waiters. So, you know, what are you going to do? Tarp clothes. Yeah. Frog Talk. How are they doing? Did they IPO? Are they doing? Frog Talks? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Do you own any Frog Talk stock? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> not in any, any funds you're a part of?
0: No, but after the next three days, I may invest.
1: That's right. So. That's right. Well, cool. Hey, I want to get into what we're talking about today.
0: Okay. Not Frog Talks? No. Okay. Uh, I
1: mean, we kind of already talked about Frog Talks. <laughs> we can keep talking about Frog Talks. No, what fro- a name, by the way. Uh, frog no, Talks.
0: Probably not an episode's worth, but uh, that's all right. We can get into the money stuff here. Yeah,
1: let's get into the money stuff. And I want to jump straight in
0: okay. to a little bit about...
1: I know that we had, or you had yeah. Cameron Clark on. Yeah. A yeah. couple of weeks ago, yeah. and y'all were able to dive into what the commercial real estate market looks like locally. Yeah, um, very grateful for Cameron coming on. Yeah, and how would you say that? Not the interview went, but what was his outlook on the area? I guess yeah. it's kind of.
0: Yeah, I mean, just to to recap a little bit. Um, obviously, he's very bullish on the area. Vacancy rates um, are are extremely low. I think he said they were climbing close to 2%, which is just absurdly low. Um, So very bullish on the area. I felt really good about, um, you know, where commercial real estate is uh, specifically in Northwest Arkansas. We see it every day around here, right? Things are getting built, uh, you know, in our profession. uh, Obviously we, we've been a part of a lot of different projects um, that are, that are very successful um, and things that are going on around here. So uh, like I said, very bullish on the market. Um, Felt felt like, especially in the next five to ten years, we're just going to continue to see a boom of growth. So yeah. that was awesome to hear from a guy who really, really uh, is involved in it every day, and it was a lot of fun to talk to him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the things about commercial debt that is different from most people have consumer debt, which would be would, would your mortgage? <laughs> well, yeah, 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 your yeah, car. yeah.
0: Mortgage loan, car loan. Um, buy an ATV or something like that. I, I don't know. Um, you have an ATV? I don't have an ATV. Throw your
1: frog tugs on and go for a spin?
0: <laughs> That's right. No, Rain no. or
1: shine, I'm, That's I'm right, man. on my ATV. That's right,
0: That's right. got to get to work somehow, right? <laughs> yes. No. Um, no. Uh, but yeah, th- those are okay. Those are your main So those are your loans. consumer
1: loans. Yeah. Uh, Commercial loans are a little different in the way that they're structured, yeah. right? Uh, so we did have Jason Carter on. Jason Carter said that most home loans if they're going on the secondary market, which everybody knows what the secondary market is. Thank you, Jason. Yep. If you don't know, go back and listen to our episode with Jason. But all of those loans are fixed for 30 years.
0: Right. So fixed being they are the same rate for 30 years, whatever, un- unless you refinance.
1: Yeah, whatever you got in at, that's going to be your payment for the next 30 years. You can count on that. Yep. Uh, on the commercial side, how do those loans differ yeah. from yeah. a 30-year fixed
0: Yeah. So, Luke, you and I are both in, like, like you said, um, in the commercial lending um, world here, and so um, you know, uh, there there are a variety of structures uh, with a lot of those loans being held in house, right? So we've talked about us, you know, some secondary market loans, um, you know, being being sold off and and that kind of stuff, but but an in house loan means that um, you know a lot of times we're the a lot of times these loans are repricing quicker, um, and so you're not necessarily fixing uh, an interest rate uh, for a extremely long period of time. Uh, you know it can be anywhere between six months to ten years. Um, you know, and you know with an average sitting probably around a three to five year, um, you know, fixed time, and and th- those loans will balloon. After that time, so balloon, balloon, yes, balloon. Why
1: is it called balloon?
0: I honestly, one hundred percent don't know why. Um, and balloon is when that term that it's fixed for, it's done. Yeah, the term, the term for the fixed interest rate ends. So you've come to an agreement. So I've got a
1: four-year, yes, or three-year, four percent. Yeah, it's going to come come to maturity or balloon, right? After those four years, right. and then. I come back to you or you'll probably call me as my banker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll probably well, call me 30, 60 days in advance, maybe 90 yeah. and say, "Hey, you're about to balloon." Yeah, you're about to balloon. That might scare somebody. Yeah, you yeah, probably do not what what to use those exact terms, but <laughs> it might um, be offensive
0: uh, it, depending on who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're about to
1: balloon. "Hey, I'm watching
0: my weight." Come yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. "Hey, I'm on the Atkins diet." Relax. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, cause it's Oh, Um, cuz it's emphatic. Um, but uh but yeah, so, uh, you know, you have, uh, a, a, like you, like we talked about, a, a balloon term where a loan will mature at that mm-hmm. time. So it will, uh, basically, it gives you an opportunity for the borrower and the bank to have another discussion about where the loan is at that time, yeah. uh, both from a credit standpoint, um, you know, making sure that everything is looks good, uh, you know, from a repayment structure, um, as well as, you know, what the interest rate environment looks like at that time. Uh, but these loans are not being paid out on that term. Okay. So it may balloon in a certain amount of time. So the interest rate is fixed for a certain amount of time, but the loan is actually paying on a longer term. Um, anywhere from, you know, 10 to 15, 20, 25, 30 years. Okay. Um, so it's
1: almost like breaking it out into quarters or thinking about it in a sports world. Yeah.
0: Not technically yeah, yeah, quarters. Yeah. It, well, kind like of a, yeah. first
1: quarter, we're gonna give you this for it's not actually like i said right. 25% of the length of time that you got to pay it back but right. we're not going to yeah
0: yeah you yeah. get it yeah yeah so you're kind of um you're uh, you're allowing uh, both the borrower and the bank to have um you know have some have a have a point in time to where uh they either renegotiate or they look at the loan at that at that point so um Again, you you pay it out over a longer term, but you have a point in time that maturity time or when that loan balloons um, to where you get to to look at that uh, look at that note at that time um, on both sides. And and if it's a lower rate interest environment, very advantageous for the borrower, right? Yeah, um, you're probably going to lock in a better interest rate at a lower term. Um, if it's at a higher interest rate environment, um, that can be more advantageous for the bank. Um, and so it, it, it's. Uh, it's an it's an interesting concept. I don't know who came up with it, yeah. But it's an interesting concept, and uh, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that uh, that is done in the commercial real estate uh, realm that is oftentimes different than a consumer loan. Yeah.
1: Well, I think when you get into the commercial uh, lending world, we're dealing with really high dollar loans here. We're not dealing with a three bed two. Two bath home. That's gonna, you know, be a two hundred fifty thousand dollar loan. We could be dealing with million dollar loan to, I don't even know, hundreds of millions. I don't know. Well, yeah. maybe some real estate <laughs> yeah. could be could be in that realm. So ultimately, the ballooning periods helps everybody um, just readjust to where the market's at. Yeah, and like you said, that could be very advantageous to the banker. You know, after the first balloon.
0: Yeah. Second balloon
1: could be very advantageous to the borrower, right? Um, so it's kind of a way for us to all kind of, yeah, fall back to to what the market's doing, right? Like, what kind of falls under commercial real estate? Like I know that we said that your home, your car is consumer, yeah, are not commercial real estate. But what are we looking at when we are looking or considering offering a, a commercial loan?
0: yeah so uh it's it's really uh i think the best definition would be um real estate used for commercial purpose okay for something other than uh your individual your you know the the individual purpose okay so that can be a variety of things uh you've got retail you've got office space um you've got um you have rental properties. Yeah, that's a big uh, one. Yeah, that's a big especially one, especially around here. Um, you know, land, land that can be held for commercial development. Um, you know, there's a lot of different multifamily. Uh, yeah, multifamily. A lot, a lot of different uses for commercial. It's kind of a pain a broad stroke over a lot of different things. But, uh, but the the basic definition is real estate specific used for commercial purpose. Yeah.
1: Well, I know that we kind of got an idea of where Northwest Arkansas was from Cameron, but I kind of want to take a step back and look at where the nation was um, today. And one of the things that's not really discussed um, outside of this article, I feel like, is, okay, int- it's no you know, secret that interest, interest rates have gone up. Right. Makes it really hard to borrow. Right. Well, when we say it makes it hard to borrow, um, that not only means the person who's trying to go out and buy, let's say, a multifamily, a duplex to rent out yeah. uh, some land for you to, for you to uh, purchase and build on later, but it also makes it harder on these commercial loans that come to or have a balloon period. Uh, once that balloons up, as we were just discussing, yeah. that rate is going to adjust. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of wanted to talk about today what the effects of high interest rates will be on the amount of commercial real estate that's going to be ballooning over the next three to five years. Yeah. Um, right now, this is an article from The Real Deal. The Real Deal. This is no fake article, no fake deals. <laughs> uh, this says, commercial real estate debt problem could get worse through 2027. $1.5 trillion will be due in the next three years. yeah, That's a lot of cash. It is a lot
0: of... It's that's, a lot of... Not cash. That's a, <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of debt. A lot of debt. A lot of debt coming due. A lot of debt ballooning, um, the term that we used earlier, or maturing at that time. So
1: Yeah. So here's kind of the, the thought process is this is definitely written more to metropolitan areas. Right. This is written to or about areas where you've got... We don't have skyscrapers, really. Kind of. What the? How many stories do you have to be to be a skyscraper? Has to scrape the sky. Well, what? Do, where does the sky start? I, don't I know. guess. I, I mean, don't know.
0: man, that got deep fast. Got to scrape the sky.
1: How tall is the sky? I
0: don't know. I feel like <laughs> if a cloud can. So clouds are in the sky. Clouds are in the sky, right? I think. Yeah. Okay. If I don't know. If the top of your building can not be seen through the clouds at any point.
1: It's, it's not a, a skyscraper.
0: It is a skyscraper.
1: If the top of your building cannot be seen through the clouds?
0: Yeah, so like clouds are at the level or a little bit lower than the top of your okay.
1: building.
0: Okay, so it could be seen
1: above clouds. I don't know. It could
0: be seen above clouds? Yeah, so if you're flying... <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's the inverse of what I said. Yeah, I'm just agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. So we don't have skyscrapers. Okay. Well, yeah, we don't. There's none here. Definitely not. Yeah. Then. No. No. But uh, when we talk no. about, let's talk about New York, Austin, Texas. I'm Just naming big cities here. L. <laughs> a. LA. How did
0: you go from New York <laughs> to Austin?
1: That's got to be top ten. I
0: mean, are, I, don't, we, I don't think it's a top ten.
1: <laughs> Maybe not. No.
0: I mean, like Maybe New not. York, well, Chicago. It's on the way. L. A. San Francisco.
1: It's on the way. Yeah, those are great ones.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: when you Miami, think about,
0: I never been to Miami. Honestly, it is a really cool place. Very expensive. Really? Yes. DJ
1: Khaled lives down there. Does he?
0: Yeah. Maybe next time I can have him pay for my meal.
1: He's actually picked up golf. Have you seen any? Yes. Yes. It is so funny because he's such a motivational person. Yeah. He'll hype himself up like, yes. I know. Right down the middle.
0: Hey. And then he gets, then he hits another one. That's right. Yes, he does. Never lost. (laughs) That's Levar Ball. (laughs) Never lost. Uh, All this to
1: say, these large commercial buildings, okay, typically housing offices, okay, are coming to maturity in the next couple of, not even just these large commercial buildings, but all commercial real estate that was booked in the period of 2020, 2021, when rates were extremely low. Yeah. It is inevitable that these are going to balloon. Okay, that's right. kind of what we're trying to get you guys to 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 think about. Is everybody heard about the sweet deals and on your house, you were like, "Yeah, I got this sweet deal. It's going to stay that way. Yeah, my rate's going to stay the same for thirty years." Well, your office building that you're in might not. Yeah. Um. So one of the things that's kind of worrisome about that is a work from home. Yeah. Work from home. Yeah. Which means for the people who actually have the debt on that building, you got to have tenants in there to be able to make your payments. Well, What's they, so funny about that. Well, you're right. I mean, yeah. They,
0: they, yeah, they, they've got to pay you, um, pay hey, you the, pay the owner, the landlord to, yeah. uh, who, who, who then pays the back. Can
1: you imagine so. like running, uh, being the, uh, the property manager of like the Chrysler building or something? Yeah. <laughs> the Empire State Building. Yeah. I, I mean, do you think that
0: thing's debt free?
1: No. I think
0: so. I think he's probably changed hands quite a few times, too. Maybe.
1: King Kong had it for a while.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Literally,
1: with his fist. Yeah. He was a skyscraper at that point. Yeah. He was scraping the sky, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> batten planes. batten planes down. Yeah. Did you know... Okay, here's an interesting fact. He was fact. just misunderstood, by the here's way. Here's an interesting fact about the Empire State Building. All right. It has a docking station. That antenna on the top has a docking station for hot. Uh, I don't know if it's hot air balloons, but the balloons, um, like the Goodyear blimp. I'm sorry, blimps. blimps. It has a yeah. It has a docking station for blimps. So when the Empire State Building was built, they they that was like the future of air travel was blimps. Gosh, and so they. That whiffed. Their forethought, yeah, was to to establish a, a docking station. So you would basically hook the blimp up, walk down on the top of the Empire State Building and be in the center of Manhattan in less than like seven minutes. All
1: while having to dodge a giant gorilla. I
0: know. I mean, They take, take into account King Kong. But <laughs> uh, it didn't work, obviously, for obvious reasons. Yeah, um, I haven't seen that footage. But they, I think... Winds can be upward of 50 to 75 miles an hour, so they had a hard time docking. But there was one. There was one blimp that docked. There you Uh, go. And I think the guy basically got off and then got back on. It was like, this was a terrible idea. (laughs) This was a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to be up there on like a mildly windy day, um, let alone, um, you know, an actually windy day. But Yeah. Okay. There's Food for thought. So there you go. Tenants or, or gorillas.
1: Go <laughs> or ahead. Gorillas, yeah. yeah. Tenants. Yes. Problem number one. Now, I th- I know that a lot of people are starting to go back to the office. Yeah. At least around here. Um. So I don't know how yeah. much of a problem that is. Um. But it's definitely well, more people outside of you know working from outside of an ooh. office What's than the justific- ever before.
0: What is the justification of paying for office space if most of your employees work from home? If they can, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, if they I get can, it. And why would you? Yeah. But there are lease periods that a lot of folks are locked into. And so I think that's why you're starting to see some folks come back. Um, companies are saying, hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm paying for this. Uh, yeah. I'd like for you guys to be, uh, be, be here uh, since, I'm, since we're paying for it. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that's problem A. Sure. Or I guess problem A is rising interest rates and commercial debt is going to balloon.
0: Inevitable. Well, cost of capital was so cheap through COVID, too. Yeah. um, That people uh, and and, and values were pretty high um, since, uh, you know, people were buying and selling quite a bit. And so, uh, you know, comps were up. And so values were high for commercial real estate as well. So you could borrow more. um, You know, you could have, you could increase your debt. It was a lot cheaper to borrow, too. Right. And so. um, But now. Also, prices of real estate were a lot lower. They were at that point, yeah, comparative to today for sure.
1: Yeah. So, so that's actually what did we say? A interest rates, B tenants C. Yeah. Some values, like I said, not really around here, but across the country and especially in the metropolitan areas. Yeah. Uh have gone down. Yeah. Maybe not as much as they were originally appraised. Yeah. Um, but that's a huge part of the lending process is the value of the asset. So right. let's say that you had a building in 2020 that appraised for $100 million. Do you want to use $100 million or $10 million?
0: Sure. Well, just go sure. big.
1: $100 million. Well, your loan amount's going to be $80 million. Your equity into it would be $20 million cash. What happens if the value of that building, let's say it was a three-year balloon and you're maturing tomorrow? You're ballooning tomorrow. Yeah, What's the problem if you get a new appraisal to kind of get the value of of your asset? Yeah. Let's just say this is the Empire State Building. Sure. You think it's over that $100 million? Oh, yeah. Right?
0: You think that's pretty accurate? Valuing the Empire State Building? Yeah. Uh, I would probably say it's quite a bit over that, yeah. Quite a bit? Yeah. How much is Dallas Cowboy Stadium was like? Oh, I don't know. Oh, billions, right? I don't know if it's I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a billion or not. I don't know. It was it was, was up there, number. and the Empire State Building is probably worth it. a little bit more than that. Yeah. Well, it
1: comes with a giant gorilla, so <laughs> <laughs> we
0: got to get off the gorilla. We do,
1: we do, we do. Uh, but anyways, the appraisal, the appraisal. What happens if the value of that building is ninety five million dollars when you come back? Yeah, and and, and look at it again.
0: Well, this could happen
1: on a much smaller scale like your house or or things like that
0: but yeah i mean the problem right now i think what you're talking about is that um is that values have not kept up with with cost right and so something may be worth it it, it from a third party appraised standpoint or from a comparable standpoint it may not be uh may not be worth what somebody's paying for it and so the equity required in whether you're going to borrow funds from a from a bank, or you're gonna t- uh, you're gonna take out a loan on the capital markets. Um, you know, uh, y- you have to have a certain amount of equity, you know, into into that project, or a certain amount of cash into it. So, um, you know, your cash, if something is valued less than what you're paying for it, your cash is gonna increase that you have to put into it, right? Right. So your initial upfront front um, cost of capital is gonna be a little bit higher. So. Uh, what you're talking about from the ballooning standpoint, if the value has gone down, um, you know you've been making a lot of times people have been have been paying the principal down, and so um you're you're probably at a point to where um, you know in three to five years there there may you may still have that buffer that you know we we talked about an 80 twenty split there, so you may have still have a 20 a 20 percent buffer there because um, you may be paid down. Uh, you know, a couple million at that point, but uh, but if not, you know, then you're in a situation to where you know there may be an ask from a bank, or there may be an ask from uh, whoever you borrowed funds from uh, to to maintain that sort of that threshold, that eighty twenty threshold, or or some other threshold that they've established, uh, and and ask you to uh, you know put more cash in yeah um at that point, and so um that could be a conversation, but ultimately uh, what what happens at that point is it's just not worth what you bought it for right um which nobody wants to hear that right that's not you you don't buy an asset hoping that it's worth less tomorrow than it is today right uh, you buy an asset hoping that it's appreciable and and you know two three five seven ten years it's worth more um and you can you make money on the on the appreciation that you get there. So. Yeah.
1: And that's very frequently the case. Very, very, very frequently the case.
0: Well, re- real estate has, uh, I think over time been a pretty safe play Yeah, for folks. <laughs> um, you know, obviously depends on the market. Right. But, uh, but it's been a pretty safe play. It feels like a lot of times, even in Northwest Arkansas, we see something priced at a certain dollar figure and we go, oh Nobody's going to buy that. That's way too high. It sells. <laughs> you look two years, three years down the road, and it is worth considerably more than it was. Yeah. Um, than the point in time where you thought nobody's going to buy that. That just feels, yeah, gets way out of the market. Um, I don't think that's happening quite as much anymore. Um, and, and I know really what we're talking about is things inversely going the other way, uh, more in these higher metropolitan areas, you know, um, but it, it's just been, um, real estate over time I think has been a pretty safe play especially for those who have the ability and the cash up front to you know to kind of buy make the payments and hold and hold real estate for a while um but but yeah I mean th- there's definitely a lot going on with with all of this debt repricing and that's yeah. what's kind of crazy about it. it's 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 such a significant amount of debt repricing at a time when interest rates have have over doubled right um and so um you know, it's it, it, it's something that you know banks are thinking about a lot. It's something I know that the Federal Reserve is thinking about a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, it requires banks to allocate a certain amount of capital to make sure that you know that they're that they you know safety and soundness checks are good and you know and so there's just a lot going on and, and plus you know when when it gets down to it you want to make sure that that borrower can make the payment. Yeah. And uh you Know at if their payment has you know almost essentially doubled because of interest rates, yeah. That's 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 tough, it's tough in both situations, and so uh, it's something to pay attention to. Uh, something that I think in some of these larger metro areas, uh, something to really pay attention to, yeah. Um, you know, things around here don't have as many. You know, you've got the Chrysler Building, or you've got uh, you know a building in in downtown uh, San Francisco that may have over a hundred tenants, yeah. right? Uh, you know, it, it'd be hard pressed to find that around here. So uh, you know, um, so you know, there, there's some there's something to, to say about some of those larger buildings, but um, it's very it'll be really interesting to see what happens. The craziest
1: part about it all is that the high interest rates are all. A game to combat inflation. Right. Like the fact that interest rates go up, the owner of the real estate has to pay more. So they bump uh, rents up for whoever is, you know, the tenant in that building. Yeah. The tenant has to pay more rent. So then they might have some layoffs. They might not uh, have those bonuses that year. Yeah. And all in an effort
0: to make eggs cheaper. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> well, yeah. To to limit the money supply. Yeah. Um. Is, is, That's just is one example. Goal. Yeah.
1: Um. But I've never really seen that. I've never really put that together. Yeah. Um. But it's it's just fascinating the way that um, you know, that supply can be controlled in that manner. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and you know it 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 will be, it'll be something to keep an eye on, especially over the next few years. Um. You know, we're sitting at a point to where the where the Fed has not has not increased interest rates here at the most recent uh, in the most recent month, and so uh, you know maybe we're at a point to where they kind of flatten off a little bit. I don't know, um, but uh, you know maybe they're at a point to where they flatten off and and we see things kind of you know maybe normalize a little bit more. It feels like they're just they haven't normalized. Um, and so I think that's why you get some of these articles like this that go, "Hey, there's a lot of debt repricing, repricing, and if rates continue to go up, this could be a, this could be really interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be something to pay pay attention to. So, um, be something to look at, something to pay attention to, um, and and you know could be could be a real issue, and uh, could be a real yeah. problem in certain areas.
1: Yeah, that's the tiptoe. If yeah. you don't want to force. Uh, these things to happen yeah um well you want to force it to happen but you don't want it to be so overbearing on companies on people to where you trigger a recession so
0: and that's the game that the fed plays yeah like it's tough it's hard to say that but it is kind of a game they play as they increase rates they know that that things are going to get tighter um but at the same time they have to decrease the money supply and you know try to fight inflation and It seems to be working a little bit, at least at this time. So we shall see, though. We shall see. Yeah. Thanks for listening to today's episode.
1: If you liked this episode, please leave a five-star
0: rating and drop a review. Follow us on our socials, which can be found in the show notes below. We will catch you next time.